The views and opinions expressed by individuals on the following program do not necessarily reflect those of the network, Guys Guy Radio, and its platforms. It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. Guys Guys Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think, feel, and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys, stories, experiences, and insights of the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. This week, once again, is no exception. Today, we're going to talk about igniting your path to abundance and success, a great theme for the new year for 2024. And my special guest is a first time on Guys Guys Radio. Uh, he's written a book called The Wealth Spark. His name is Reverend James Parker. And uh, Michael Bernard Beckwith calls it the book that will start you firmly on the path to stepping into your greater yet to be. Take it in and be abundantly blessed. James Parker, the Reverend, he's the CEO of Unity out of Chicago, and he has a business background as well as a, a kind of a teaching background with working with Unity, and he's, a, he's just an amazing guy. He's a real guy's guy, and he, he approaches helping people through authenticity and truth. I'm delighted that he's going to be on the show, and we're going to talk about how we can all kind of move ahead into 2024, get started on our path through a spark called wealth, the wealth spark, igniting your path to abundance and success. Reverend James Parker, our special guest on Guys Guys Radio. And you know, a lot of times we get into the new year and uh, you know, you go to the gym and everybody's there and then a month or two later, nobody's there again. And it's very easy to kind of fall off the track. But what I wanna do this year uh, with my early guests in 2024 and also the last one we had in uh, 2023, Gay Hendricks is talk about how to really step into the new year and make it a year that you can own and be consistent and successful and just keep moving, moving, moving forward because uh, consistency is what it's all about. You know, somebody said uh, showing up is 80% of what life's all about. And you know what? I think there's a lot of truth to that statement because, you know, it's so easy to make excuses and it's so easy to get distracted in our culture uh, to get us off our path and to have us pay attention to whether it's football or Taylor Swift or whatever it is. And those are fun things, but really the business at hand is to raise your vibration, make the most of your life, get joy out of it, serve others, have a great time in the process, and really make this world a better place. And the only place that can start is with each one of us. So I'm delighted once again that our special guest, James Parker, is going to uh, share a lot of his wisdom about really how to create abundance and how to discover the art of manifesting abundance beyond the, the usual stuff. And he's got a, uh, a lot of teachings that he's going to share with us about self-awareness, about um, how to build self-awareness, about uh, affirmations, about mirror work, about goal setting, time management, learning each and every day of your life, keeping a positive mindset, the importance of persistence, self-care, networking, accountability, all kinds of stuff that we kind of every once in a while will say, oh yeah, sure, goal setting, important. Uh, affirmations, oh yeah, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. But it's important 
to we stick with it and be heartfelt, not be wrote about some of the practices and protocols we do each and every day. So I think you're really going to enjoy our conversation. Once again, James Parker, he's an authentic guy. He's a guy's guy. He's a regular guy. He's succeeded in business. And he's a inspirational, motivational speaker and CEO of Unity in Chicago. And I think we're going to have a great conversation here on Guys Guys Radio. It's Guys Guy Radio. Okay, Guys Guys Radio. We have a very special show today. We're going to talk about you know, getting into the new year and all. We're going to talk about how to kind of lead your journey to abundance, abundance financially, abundance spiritually, just abundance and being a human being on this planet right now where it can be very challenging. And I'm pleased that our guest is Reverend James Parker. Let me tell you a little bit about Reverend James. He's a senior minister and he's the CEO of the Unity Organization in Chicago. He's got extensive entrepreneurial background. Like a lot of the folks in management at Unity, he's got the business background as well as he's got the kind of spiritual background. He's worked in multiple industries, including telecommunications, construction, real estate, business consulting. He's got a a marketing, like myself, marketing background. I believe he's got a, uh, was a BA in English like I was, and he's a respected leader, inspirational change maker, and he winterweaves spiritual insights with practical financial wisdom. So what we want to do today is talk about his book. His new book is called The Health Spark. So for those on YouTube and Rumble, you can see the book right here. And it's really about embarking embarking on a transformative journey toward abundant living and enlightened prosperity. And what could be better than that? It's for business people, business success, spiritual success, and starting and beginning your own journey to wealth accumulation. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio, Reverend James Parker. Thank you so much for having me here today. And to be honest with you, the name of the book is The Wealth Spark. Uh, What did I say? The Health Spark. Oh, no, I thought I said The Wealth Spark. Sorry. Okay. The Wealth Spark. And it is about about wealth. I must be thinking of my health. So sorry about that. So let's get into it. Uh, You've been preaching and you've been uh, a business guy also. And when did you uh, come to the kind of uh, conclusion, if you will, or inspiration to say, I want to do both. I don't want to just do business. I want to take the spiritual aspect of living and kind of put them together and help lead people on a path towards financial abundance as well as spiritual awakening. Yes. Well, to be honest with you, the inspiration uh, came from uh, before I I, uh, got myself into seminary and became a minister. I was uh, in business and I was closing deals and having a great uh, time in business, but I still was not fully happy. I wasn't satisfied in my life. And I found uh, that there needed, there had to be something more. And so I went on a journey, uh, of course, and I started learning and reading and growing and evolving. And and suddenly I found that prosperity, uh, there's a myth to prosperity that you can have prosperity. If you have prosperity, you're successful, you're happy. Uh, if you have prosperity, uh, it leads to prosperity in other aspects. And that's, uh, that's a myth. So I decided to bust a myth. I decided to to move into something else. I learned. I started learning and growing in uh, wealth accumulation and and in wealth in my life and wealth in my health and wealth in my relationships and having sustained success, a sort of happiness that many uh, times eludes us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting that uh, some people say uh, to that point about kind of separating wealth uh, 
and then spiritual awakening, um, that they think like, well, money is the root of all evil, but it's really not that, Reverend. It's really about the love of money above all else is the root of all evil. You're absolutely right. Yes. And, and I get it. I understand the people who are quoting the Bible and, and kind of misquoting it. Uh, as you said, it's the love of money. But even beyond that, money is simply just a tool to earn more money. We have to we have to discover that there's a greatness within us that is waiting, waiting to just come forth. And that greatness uh, is starts with who we are, um, how we feel where we are emotionally? Are we living an abundant life? So it, it's really important to move out of the the kind of veil of money being the root of all evil and seeing life as the gift uh, that we're all given and that we have an opportunity to express. And, and, and I, I quote Florence Shin in the most perfect way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting that um, you, there's a lot about a, a manifestation in this book and how we kind of can draw abundance to us. I, from interviewing so many people and just my own personal learning over the years, it seems like what we do is we don't give spirit enough credit for what spirit is. For instance, we think about, and we can do the visualizations and I want this, let's say it's a Mercedes or whatever, and there's nothing wrong with wanting or having a Mercedes, but we think about that, like that's the be all end all. We try our best to control the outcome and it becomes, you visualize and you're controlling, you're controlling, controlling. And what we don't realize, Reverend, is that there's so much, we can only visualize so much. There's so much out there. There's so many gifts that spirit can give us that we are, we are limiting ourselves by, yes. not, by not allowing and trying to force things the way we want them to be, where spirit wants to give us way more than we can ever imagine. Yes, you're absolutely right. Again, uh, it, there's this there's this uh, this idea out there that uh, if we visualize just one thing, then we hold for that particular thing. But uh, God is here to give us all the riches, and so we have to we have to allow ourselves to really begin to see that spirit is just a part of who we are, part of us that's just trying to come forth to to evolve into this 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 fourth dimensional plane that we have the opportunity to work within. So I really, I really love what you're saying because I, I find all the time when I'm speaking even to members and congregants and 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 people in the church life who are stuck kind of in this place of visualizing one thing. And the idea of visualization is becoming that thing. So if I'm going to visualize something, I actually have to become that thing. I have to begin to see it in my life. I have to see it working out. I have to see the outcome. I have to begin living it. It's, you know, the old phrase, walk the walk. I have to walk the walk in order to manifest or bring those particular things into existence. So it's not as much as uh, when you put it out there like you want it, that means there's a separation and you don't have it. When you're yes. doing your visualizations, you need to have the feelings, the sure. embodiment that I already have this and the gratitude that comes with that. Absolutely. Yes. And and, and that is where it all lies. You know, I, I see people visualizing out there when the actual visualization happens inside of us. And it's and it's we, we have to begin to encourage ourselves to let go of our limiting thoughts and limiting beliefs, things that we've been holding on for a very long time, and allow ourselves to come into the manifestation of our good. And that happens really by allowing ourselves to integrate our emotional, our personal, our 
our relationships, our finances, everything into the embodiment of the spirit that lives within us. And then we attract, as you know, the law of attraction, we attract those things into existence, into our lives. Yeah, it's already out there, right? Everything we could ever ever imagine is out there. So it's a matter of how we tap into them to bring them into our lives because it's all there. It's It's all all there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, and I I really find myself um, looking toward uh, having this this gratification, this idea that we can we can absolutely have everything we want and we can be grateful for everything we want. But we must put feet to our faith. You know, we must do the work. And that's why I add so many practical strategies and Mm -hmm. and tips in the book. So I want people to begin to do the work so that they can bring forth these manifestations. That's a great point, Reverend. My special guest on Guys Guys Radio, Reverend James Parker, the wealth spark right here on Guys Guys Radio, igniting your path to abundance and success. So there's four tenets in the book. The first one is creating a wealth mindset. And that is so difficult for people, particularly if they're struggling and it's just paying the bills. It's like over, it's overbearing for so many people, particularly in our country nowadays, where this, there's this wealth separation where a couple mm-hmm. of people have everything and the rest of us are kind of scrambling. And then there's a lot of people kind of at the quote unquote bottom who are really struggling yes. and are forgotten and are getting taken advantage of also. Talk to us about how you communicate with people about being able to get yourself into a wealth mindset with all of these things happening. Yeah, certainly. So uh, I really like the idea of bringing people to a starting out where we are, you know, kind of this place of acceptance. And, and truly, uh, the wealth mindset uh, really it comes from the idea of, you know, removing ourselves from these limiting and scarce beliefs. And honestly, many of these scarce beliefs have been, we've been holding on to them our entire lives. Uh, uh, there's, there's this great saying that uh, although our parents were the first to love us, they were also the first to wound us. And that that saying is actually about, you know, just us carrying things throughout our lives. We carry our parents' uh, beliefs into our lives. We carry our grandparents' beliefs into our lives. So a lot of these things we've been holding on to, and, and one of those things happens to be that maybe we're not deserving or we're not worthy or that, you know, we're separated from our source. And those things are, there, there could be nothing that there could be so untrue than to believe that we're not worthy of success and abundance. And so we have to change that mindset. So we have to get into a wealth mindset, really allowing ourselves to begin to affirm our truth, to, to see our good coming forth and to be grateful for what we have. We, there's just so much to be grateful for. There's no reason that, reason that we can't have a positive attitude today just by waking up in the morning. So we already wake up each day with wealth. Why not allow that to to become more of a, a, a of a, a a greater piece uh, to our lives, to our experiences? I think so many great points there, Reverend. Um, waking up at first thing in the morning, gratitude. Um, I think if we can all find something, we all have something to be grateful for. Just as you said, opening your eyes. So hopefully you have a roof over your head. Many, many people don't. Hopefully you have food sure. to eat. Some people don't. Hopefully yes. you have you know running water. Some people don't. But at least they're alive. And um, that begins hope. When you have hope, that can stimulate action. And you talk about um, then focusing on making the focus not on what you don't have, but what can be. Focus on abundance. Be eager to learn and grow. 
take yes. calculated risks, stay positive, express gratitude. Talk to us about those things. Yes. So uh, it's important for us to realize that success happens because we are practicing and that we're, 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 what, what is it? The, we're exercising the muscle, the inner muscle. And so it's important for us, if we're going to be successful and abundant, to, to uh, educate ourselves on, on basic things, financial basics, on um, being grateful each day, on how uh, our relationships really matter, and, and allowing ourselves to move forth from that place. But also, we have to practice gratitude. We have to have a mindset from, from limiting and scarce beliefs to abundant thinking. We really just we really just need to allow ourselves to just become open to our inner guide, our intuition. Just listen to the voice. Uh, allow ourselves to go into some self reflection, meditation. I, I saw one of your um, one of your shows where the, the gentleman was talking about meditation. He was spot on. We really need to allow ourselves to go into a place, get centered. Listen to the voice within, and it will guide us into the perfect expression of our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, great point. And uh, another point that you make in the book and in this section is about mindfulness. So for the for the benefit of some of the folks out here who might have not have been introduced to you or my show, what does mindfulness mean to you? And what does it mean to the average person who is busy, you know, making pizzas or whatever they have driving a cab or whatever they have to do for to make ends meet? What is mindfulness to them? Mindful just is, is just a moment of centeredness allowing us to come into a center within and to concentrate or allow ourselves to consider the present moment. And if we allow ourselves to consider the present moment, moving out of the fear of the future and the the doubts and worries of the past, and just allow ourselves to be in the moment, our minds will, you know, you know, the, the idea is that whatever we think we create. Uh, we, 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 it becomes our reality. So if we allow ourselves to come into a moment of mindfulness, what we're really doing is just getting ourselves grounded, centered, and allowing ourselves to really become open to all the goodness that is there available to us that you spoke of earlier. And, isn't, uh, and as part of it, um, being present, because I think what happens, and correct me, Reverend, if I'm incorrect here, is that we carry around the past programming from our parents, from our upbringing, and we then replicate each day. But we're not doing anything new. We're not releasing that data so we can be present and embodied with spirit and can go forth. Yeah. Maybe maybe I didn't articulate that well, but it seems like we're carrying around a lot of stuff that just gets in the way and limits us incredibly yes. so. Oh, I love that. And, and and the ideal here is that you know we we are always getting ourselves into this routine. And and the routine didn't happen uh, by chance. The routine came about because it it started to work for us. We were having challenges or something shows up in our lives that's adverse to our our, our way of being. We get ourselves into a routine and we try to fix things in a certain way. But honestly, uh, the, the idea here is that we really want to allow ourselves to see the benefit of our good and to, and to really, you know, express that. And, and that's why I call it holistic wealth. Uh, I call it holistic wealth because I, I want really I want people to really get into the idea that uh, when we allow ourselves to get into holistic wealth, 
what we're doing is that we're enriching every aspect of our lives, not just our finances. It's igniting a path to fulfilled and abundant living. It's kind of the integration of our financial success with our personal and emotional success. So it, it really opens us up to an overflowing and abundance of good. Oh, I love that. Um, the second tenant kind of in the book out of the four is cultivating successful and positive habits and practices. And I think this is incredibly important because, you know, it's walking the walk. So, mm -hmm. you know, we can talk about meditating, but you've got to meditate. You can talk about having a, a being mindful and being present, but you've got to do it. You've got to yes. do it every day. And I find and I I stress this, I, I say this to so many of our guests because I think it's super important that when you get into practices, you've got to do them every day. That first yes. step is the most difficult, but once you do it, just do a little bit with meditation, a little bit every day. And you'll find that, you know, the thoughts are there, but then the, they're like clouds. They drift across the sky and you'll get to that open space, but you've got to stick with it. You've yes. got to stick with whatever your practices are. I mean, before, uh, before our show, I got up early this morning. I did what I do every single day that I can do. Yes. Now, some days I might have to travel or whatever, and I can't do my little routine, but I want to do my affirmations, my gratitude, my meditation, my physical work that I, my little workout that I do and top it up with some pushups and some squatting and stuff like that and dowsing and all types of stuff that work for me. But to me, everybody should have certain um, a protocol of practices they do daily to keep, if nothing else, just to keep them on the path. What do you think, yeah. Reverend? I absolutely agree with you. And that's why I add so many of those techniques into the yes. book. I, I really feel like consistency is the key. And if we're disciplined enough to just be consistent with our practices, with, like you said, the meditation, the gratitude, the, the visioning, the the affirmations, the, the mirror work, or create uh, affirmation cards or a vision board for yourself, you know, just allow yourself to get into a routine of something that is for your absolute good and you can't miss uh, but changing your habits from the old habits to the new and then manifesting your your good into your life. Yeah, and a lot of the uh, super successful, quote unquote, super successful people like Elon, Elon Musk, they, you know, they get into meditation. They do things. I interviewed a gentleman a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he wrote a book on seasonal affective disorder. And he also mm -hmm. wrote one on transcendental medita meditation. I was talking to mm -hmm. him about it, and I noticed that oh, he he's his friend is the CEO of the uh the David Lynch uh, organization, which is all about mindfulness and meditation. Sure. And I started reading about it and I got connected to this gentleman and he said, I want to have you learn TM. It's a new type of meditation for me. Sure. And it's like, great, it's a gift. That fell into my lap and that's about being open for receiving. But the point is all of these big time people, Jerry Seinfeld and a lot of musicians, a lot of other people are taking a time to find some me time early in the day before they get started. Yes. What do you think about the timing? Is it best and first thing in the morning? Is that the time to do it before you get super busy? I would say first thing in the morning is is an important and pivotal time, but I really believe that transcendental meditation or or just being mindful period mm -hmm. is an all day thing. Um, it, you know, most people uh, believe that. Uh, you know, prayer and meditation are things that have to happen at a particular time. I, 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 I and I don't want to quote the Bible, but you know, uh, in 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 the book of I want to say John chapter four, Jesus says, you know, "Spirit, God is spirit, and spirit has to be worshipped 
you know, in spirit and truth. Spirit can be worshipped anywhere and at any time. So yes, the morning is very important. But I, I believe that once you really get into the practice and you're doing it and you're consistent with it, you'll find yourself praying and meditating all day. It'll be ceaseless mm -hmm. prayer. And that's when it's so beautiful. You feel so good and so alive and so connected to your source. Oh, I love that. So it's not just about, okay, I did that check. I go about <laughs> my day. You bring it with you. And yeah. it, 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 it's an undercurrent throughout everything you do throughout the day. Absolutely. And it becomes your armor, uh, so to speak. You know, it it really, you you really find yourself protected. You find yourself making sound decisions. You find your relationships uh, are, are moving and developing. Everything just kind of works out when you, when you just allow yourself to come into a stillness of mind and really just move forward with your life. A lot of what you talk about in the book and my special guest, Reverend James Parker, the, we're talking about the wealth spark um, is about um, habit transformation. We get embodied in these habits that we just have a hard time breaking through. So you talk about recognizing root cause, replacing negative with positive, being mindful, having an action plan, finding support, self-care, celebrate small wins. I don't mm -hmm. want give, to give it away, but... Talk to us about those things and why they are important and how our listeners and viewers can kind of incorporate those little steps they can take to get started on this path of habit transformation. Yeah. Uh, you see, in a nutshell, these practices, the ones that you just mentioned, are really things that we can do in this moment. So I really wanted to put things in the book that would be simple ideas, uh, simple concepts that have this this enormous power to transform our lives. We're all here to transcend, even if it's from day to day or from month to month or from birthday to birthday, whatever that may be. And that 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 ability to transform or, or transcend our current situation happens by taking in these practices, by having the gratitude and, and by taking action and changing our old habits to new and, and getting into a new mindset, really just allowing ourselves to function as we're, we truly are meant to be. We, want, we all want a, a peace of mind, so to speak. And in order to find that peace of mind, we really need to work toward you know, walking the walk, toward being our highest selves. I think some of the impediments to that are um, we come from a culture, a collective consciousness, which is I do this, I get that. I do yes. this, I get that. I do yes. this, I get that. And then the other part of that is timing. Two things that uh, have kind of I've kind of figured out, I think, is that when you do this, you don't necessarily get that. Number one, you could get right. that, but you right. might get other things. But th there's nothing wrong with doing something and expecting to get something. But spirit has a different timetable in that yeah. you can't. It's not about us controlling the outcome. Right. It's about allowing and understanding that maybe life doesn't seem to be fair because when you do this, you don't necessarily always get that. And it's right. a tough it's a tough pill for a lot of people to swallow because they can say, well, if I do this and I don't get that, why do I bother doing this then? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good point. You know, uh, I, I see a lot of times people bartering with spirit. They, right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the old, uh, if you get me out of this today, God, I, I promise to change. And so the, these these barterers, these people who are bartering, are really not not really accepting their truth. 
And, and the old saying is, you know, we play in God laughs. I mean, if, if we actually if we actually follow a positive routine, a positive pattern to our lives, we can have everything we want. Now, will that show up? Uh, will that show up the way we think it will? No, actually, it'll be greater. Um, so, you know, allow yourself to live the dream. Sure. But be open to even greater things. Yeah, it's interesting because sometimes the things we want and we want to hold on to, when they leave us, we're just crushed. Yet, almost I've found in my life, invariably, it's open the doors for even better things to happen. Yes. And yeah. it's just at the time, of course, we've got to, we're human. We're going to feel it. We've got to lick yes. our wounds before we move forward, but we can't shut down. And uh, I think that's the important thing. We have to be open and look for the lesson in everything. Yes. Let, me, let me ask you this, uh, Reverend, when you talk to people, I'm sure they come to you all the time and they have their challenges and they say, what about this or what about that? And I'm having this trouble. What do you hear the most from people? What, what, is, what are the challenges that most people that you speak with and speak to are going through? You know, the challenges have, have changed uh, quite a bit since COVID. And since COVID, there's been this air of mild depression um, in, in people. And what I've noticed um, are that that relationships and and you know social social that people's social skills are, have started to change a bit, you know, because I guess maybe being shut in. Also, there's a a, a huge um, diminishing. Uh, this, there's this diminishing value of uh, people's worth. You know, people don't feel that they're worthy uh, anymore. Like they're they're just accepting of everything that comes their way. And so I, I really try to get people to see and accept their truth, you know, that you are a being of, of light. You are a child of God. You, regardless of what your religion may be, you, are, you have a higher power. And having that higher power within you is a game changer. And so to get people to, to find their way back to their own spiritual presence, to their own highest self, uh, that's been a challenge for me. But, you know, the old saying, we don't call things problems, we call them projects, because if we call them a problem, then we're giving power to them. If we call it a project, we're, 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 we're taking power back for ourselves. So I really want people to, to find their truth, their highest selves. And, and honestly, you know, uh, I think that it can happen just by allowing yourself to make those subtle changes to your mindset, you know, to, you know, establish positive habits, to to take action towards your goals and to craft a life that is not just lived, but lived abundantly, you know, finding that very special quality, that overflowing value that's within you. What do you think of, uh, and this is a little bit off of the song sheet, but I, I think it, it's, it's relative, <laughs> and that is AI. I've, you know, AI is going to be part of our lives. It already is, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. It's going to get bigger and bigger. And I've actually seen folks putting out spiritual AI, where you can offer up a problem or an issue that you may have, and then the AI gives you uh, some type of spiritually infused response. I, I, I'm a little bit concerned about it because I see a separation between AI and humanity. And I'm not sure if we want to empower AI with spirituality in the same way as we do people. 
Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I, I agree with you. Uh, to be honest, I don't think we can uh, connect it to AI. Could never have a soulful presence, and so in order to to really uh, get into the spirit, uh, the spirit of things within you and around you, uh, you have to be able to enfold yourself into uh, your own spiritual presence. AI could never uh, touch that because it is such a soulful experience. Now, I, I do think that there's a place for AI in our world. There's a place for for many things. Technology is going to happen, and uh, there's no sense in us getting in the way of it. But that's why I, I speak so so much about uh, coming into your own self, knowing who you are. You know, what is it? Know thyself, and you will know the universe and its gods. And if we know ourselves, there's nothing AI could do uh, to 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 combat that. What has been the biggest challenge for you as a person, as a human, uh, on your spiritual path? You're a business, successful business guy, um, very articulate, um, help people make money. You went on a spiritual path. Along that path, what has been the biggest challenges for you personally? I'll be honest with you. My biggest challenge um, was speaking to crowds or praying out loud. There, there was just no way I could do it. Um, I found myself preparing and preparing and, you know, memorizing things and just, you know, doing everything I could to to be able to speak uh, to an audience, to speak out loud, to use my inner voice, because the voice is power. You know, it, that's that's the symbol, you know, it's the power of the spoken word. But what, but what came, what happened to me is I started allowing myself to really uh, become entrenched in uh, what I believe. You know, I started doing mirror work, speaking to myself, affirming my truth. You know, I started doing the work and practicing principles of, of sort, you know, knowing that I'm a child of God, that the divine spark the, the same spark that was in Jesus Christ is in each one of us, you know, and that my thoughts uh, will create my reality. So knowing that, I began changing my way of thinking. I, you know, I, I think that many of us uh at some level are holding on to our negative beliefs the things that are not serving us and it's it's causing a disconnect we're not allowing ourselves to get into the flow and then once i started allowing myself to just get into the flow you know the flow of my my connection my currency as some say you know that like current flows to get into the flow you know those those challenges began to dissipate. I began to see that I can speak and I can speak with a powerful voice and my voice changes lives. And so I wanted to uh, to to put, also put that into that kind of concept into book into the book. This is what you can do to change your life, to change from those challenges that you may think you're having, but they're just seeming challenges. It's just the appearance of a challenge. Uh, talk to us, Reverend, about you mentioned getting into the flow. Um, how, what, some of the practices you did to get into your own flow, to find your flow. And also talk to us a little bit also about, uh, mirror work and how that, cause I was like, I don't do mirror work. And I was thinking, I don't know if I want to look at myself in the mirror and say stuff, but I think it's probably a very positive practice. Yes. Yes. Flow and mirror work. So, so with, with flow, uh, there's this, we, we are all a part of, we are all on a path uh, of sorts. And and being on that path allows us to be able to reap the benefits 
of the universe. There's nothing that's uh, in the universe that's not inside of us. Uh, every element that's in, in a star is within us. And, you know, that's an old saying that, that has been overused. So to get into the flow, we, we really just have to allow ourselves to see that we can move um, in a way where we're not separated, where we're not disconnected. Being in the flow means not being separated from our source. If we allow ourselves to be in our source, to, to come into an essence of love, to, to have a faith or a knowing in our truth, to really be guided by something that's greater than us, then we allow ourselves to be in the flow. And the mirror work really supports that because by getting ourselves into a mirror and looking at ourselves and having some very positive statements to just follow through with each and every day, you know, saying those statements to ourselves in the mirror, it begins to make changes within us. What does Gandhi say? You know, we have to be the change we want to see in the world. So we really want to begin to to visualize ourselves, see ourselves in that mirror, see our real selves, and, and affirm to ourselves our truth. You know, now, we are children of God. So for uh, you don't have to tell us uh, your what you say in the mirror, but for people starting out, what are some of the examples of things they could say to themselves to recognize the divinity within and to get themselves kind of stepping on that path for the first time, maybe? Yeah, that's a good. So uh, in, in the mirror, we want to use I am statements and we okay. want those statements to be present, uh, uh, present, present tense statements. So I would say something like I, I am, I am powerful beyond means. I, I own, I am the, I am the greatest business person that I can be. I am financially successful. I am a truth talker. I am alive. You know, I am open and receptive to spirit. You know, just allowing ourselves to really uh, put something behind our I am that's positive, that's true, that's factual. You know, I am a child of God. You know, I am worthy. I am deserving. I am capable. You know, just continue to speak truth to ourselves and it will begin to make that transformation inside of us, removing those scarce thoughts. They, it's kind of like, and I don't want to go on forever, but it, it's kind of like having a chalkboard. And so we all have this chalkboard that we've got all we have all these things written on that are not true about us. And so by getting in the mirror and doing the the powerful work of of visualizing and affirming a new truth, mm -hmm. we slowly begin to erase the things on that chalkboard. We change things from a subconscious level, and then we begin to express. Uh, greater experiences into our lives. You know, I find uh, that's so that's so beautiful. Thank you, Reverend. That um, I collect uh, a lot of I am's and I write them down. Now I have this stack of index cards and yes. I flip through them every morning. And I'm just one thing I say out loud is, "I am divinely guided and yes. protected at all times." And uh, I really believe in the things that I'm saying because you don't want them to be wrote. You want to really feel them. But if you write them down write them down. My spiritual teacher used to tell me, write it down, write it down, write it down. I find that that also enhances the power of the, a lot of the practices we want to implement. Do you find that yeah. to be the case, Reverend? I, I absolutely do. I, I, it's, it's, a, it's a very powerful act of journaling. I, I believe that, you know, most people believe that journaling is something that um, you have to sit down and write all of these different things. Journaling is, it could be a simple sentence. It could be a few words, uh, but allowing, when we allow ourselves to write things down, 
we we're allowing it to stick and and so writing it down just reinforces what we truly believe inside and then to speak it into a mirror or into existence uh is the perfect way to create the transformation and throughout the day we can be repeating the stuff the stuff to ourselves and uh I think it makes a huge difference. Uh, yes, yes. This, uh, God, I, one of the ones I do is God is, 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 God is. It will be so, it will be so, it will be so. Behold, I make all things new. Behold, I make all things new. Yes. Behold, I make all things new. I'm in the upper room. I'm in the upper room. I'm in the yes. upper room. And I just, if I have like a, I'm in the car and I have a moment where, okay, free moment, I'll just say some some of the things that I've been writing down and doing in the morning throughout the day like why not and it reinforces them and it makes me feel good and part of it's psychological but part of it i think helps cement that connection with the spiritual aspects of ourselves yeah and it moves you outside of whatever you may be going through in that moment you know sometimes we're we're holding on to something that we believe is uh, it makes the sky fall or something but one of mine i i say all day long every member of my church knows that i say it every sunday more of you god less of me uh, you know, I I just ask for more of spirit to, you know, to work in and through my life. And it just seems to bring a certain peace over me that I, I just can't, I, I, I can't express uh, how great it feels. It sounds like just from hearing that, that it allows you to kind of open up to receive instead of just trying to hold on to who mm -hmm. I am, open up to the, the divinity that's not only within us, but everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Just just become more of a universal presence. If we just see ourselves as a universal presence or as something greater than we even think we are, and we're actually so much more than we even think we are. But as you said earlier, you know, some of the societal standards have, you know, uh, kind of pressed down on some of us and we've stopped believing uh, in who we truly are. And we can't do that. The name of the book is yeah. The Wealth Spark. Reverend James Parker is my guest. Um, what will be three tips for our listeners who are going to get your book, who don't have it yet, to get them started on their wealth spark path? Three tips. So I would say first to uh, shift out of uh, scarcity beliefs and into abundant thinking. I would say secondly, uh, allow yourself to come into uh, the presence of gratitude. There's so much to be grateful for, uh, so much to be grateful for. So just allow yourself to cultivate gratitude into your own life. And then lastly, I would say stay open to learning. Always allow yourself to grow, to expand your presence. And, and if you do those things, you are on the path to wealth. I love it. You know, it's interesting. Um, I was in New York City where I lived for many years uh, and I brought my son, uh, my, my mom passed. We went back to New York, New Jersey area and we, we had some time. So we went into the city. We went to see the tree. I've never seen more people in my life coming in, in at Rockefeller Center. But you know what the thing is, Reverend, is I didn't feel any joy. It was a crush, a massive crush of people holding up their cell phones to take pictures. And I didn't feel that joyous Christmas feeling. What are some of the things, even though, you know, Christmas is, can be a feeling that's throughout the year, and it's been so twisted now in our culture um, in terms of what it even means, what can people do to bring that spirit, that joyful spirit with them throughout the year? Yeah, well, uh, first of all, I, I would say if, if we're going to have a joyous spirit, we have to 
release ourselves from judging and criticizing anything outside of us. You know, uh, secondly, I, I really, I really believe that joy is an eternal expression. Faith is an, an internal expression. Love is an internal expression. These, these are all the things that we that are a part of our lives, the things that we carry within us. So it's it's really uh, incumbent upon us to 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 activate those feelings, to activate those emotions. If we don't, then we're, we're separating ourselves from our source again. We're disconnecting. And, and many times we'll, we'll, we'll look at something outside of ourselves and say, oh, why is this happening? Or why, why are things so bad? Uh, but you know the old saying: if you if you feel that God is distant, guess who moved? You know, so many people yeah. are separating yeah. themselves from the source. But if we just allow ourselves to come into an expression of what's within us, that greatness that is within us, we rarely see the things outside of us that 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 can have that kind of effect on us. It's important for us not to become attached to any feeling that is not serving our highest good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Good, good advice. You know, and uh, to just to qualify what my statement is, the tree was stunningly. I've seen trees every year at in Rock Center, and this yes. was as beautiful as I've ever seen. Yes. The uh, displays on Saks Fifth Avenue were over the top gorgeous. It was at such a joyous time of the year. It just didn't feel. Maybe it was the crush of people, or whatever. But I yeah. said I got to step back and say, how can I find the Christmas and Christmas? Because sometimes it gets past us because it's just such a crazy time of year yeah, uh, yeah so i guess that's just something we all have to learn i have my own challenge there so reverend no, i agree with you it's important that we we, we begin to see that and it's it's amazing that you did see the beauty around you you did see the tree and that you you were in the place uh so to speak so yeah i, don't, I, don't, I absolutely don't see a challenge with anything you said i i really believe that like i said there's this mild depression going on yeah around. And so sometimes, as you said, in the collective, we get caught up in it. And if we take that step back, as you did, uh, we can find ourselves back to our path. Thank you, Reverend. And thank you for being on Guys Guys Radio. The name of the book is The Wealth Spark. Reverend James Parker, where can people find out more about you at Unity and get the book? You can find me at uh, thewealthsparkbook.com. That's the wealthsparkbook.com. Contact me if you feel like it. I I always return any messages that come through to me. I'm really happy to have this opportunity to be with you today. Uh, And and the Wellspark is is my baby. So, you know, it's just something that I really feel good about. And I'm really happy to be on your show today. Thank you. Well, congratulations. God bless. Keep doing the work you're doing, Reverend. We need more people like you helping us. Thank you. God bless you too, my friend. Have a great new year. Thank you. It's Guy's Guy Radio. All right. I think that was an inspirational conversation with Reverend James Parker. We talked about his book, The Wealth Spark, Igniting Your Path to Abundance and Success. And I think we covered a lot of ground, and we did it in a way that was tangible and real so that each and every one of us here in the studio or out there can really glean some of the teachings from uh, Reverend Parker and put it into put it into action each and every day. Things like affirmation and goal setting and kind of getting up early and really believing in yourself, maybe do some mirror work, uh, just sticking with the program. And once again, the most important step anybody can take on their path is that first step when you determine, this is what I want to accomplish. This is what I want to manifest. 
and this is how I'm going to do it, and then get started. Bit by bit, day by day, step by step, if you stick with it, if you're consistent, things are going to happen, and good things are going to happen also. And we're going to get we're going to get some hurdles and obstacles and blocking blockages in our way. It always happens. But the bottom line is create a program that works for you and stick with it each and every day. There's always going to be a day that shows up where maybe you're under the weather or you have to travel or whatever it is that you can't do some of your self-work, self-care work, if you will. That's going to happen. So in the interim, each and every day, make sure you do these things because it's very easy. Once again, it's so easy to make excuses and say, well, maybe not today. I'm going to take a day off. I need a rest, whatever. The champions, the, the champions of the world, the Kobe Bryants, the Michael Jordans, first in the gym, last one to leave. And it's that. You got to put in the work no matter what it is. I tell myself this every day. A lot of times I get up, I'm like, I don't want to get up at six. I want to go back to sleep. I, I don't, maybe not feel like, I don't feel like meditating today. Maybe I don't feel like praying. Maybe I don't feel like going through these affirmations. Maybe I don't feel like going through my floor work, my Dan Millman's Peaceful Warrior workout. Maybe I don't want to crank out as many pushes as I can. You know, it's just a lot. It's like, it's very easy to take time off, but I know that showing up is 80% of the game and it's very easy to fall off the track and make an excuse the second day. And then you start to forget about things. And it's just like the example of you sign up for a new gym membership, you're on that treadmill, you're pumping weights. And then three weeks later, you start to find excuses that change your diet or not show up at the gym. And I'll have that second slice of pizza, whatever it is, or that third slice of pizza, or that third beer, whatever you decide that's your indulgence. And it's very easy to get distracted and your friends say, it's okay, you can have that. It's important to have some self-discipline. It'll pay off. Trust me, it'll pay off. Believe in yourself. Take that first step and stick with it. Guys, Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening on KCAA in Southern California at 8 p.m. Pacific Time, 106.5 FM, 1050 AM, the show rebroadcast every Sunday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific time. The podcast, YouTube, and Rumble post worldwide every Thursday throughout the day. Usually the YouTube and Rumble go up later in the day, but the podcast is up straight away first thing in the morning. And then on Friday through the weekend, we're on UK Health Radio, the world's largest talk health station in the world is digital radio. And we're one of the presenters. It's a fantastic station. It reaches globally. It's digital means it's online. You can pick it up wherever you are, on your phone, on your computer, whatever. Additionally, KCAA has their own, all their other platforms beyond the terrestrial radio. They've got their own YouTube. They've got a podcast version. We've got our podcast version. We're downloaded in over 100 countries and our podcast. And then you can watch the interviews on YouTube and Rumble. Additionally, on my website, robertmanni.com. We've got over 300 blog posts about life, love, the pursuit of happiness, and so many topics we copy here on Guys Guys, we cover here rather, excuse me, on Guys Guys Radio. And it's all there to help you. It's all for free. And while you're there on my website, you can download three free chapters of my novel, The Guys Guys Guide to Love, which is really the source material for everything Guys Guy. It's a sexy romp through the fast-moving, high-stake world of Madison Avenue, which is the advertising in New York. It's about modern-day madmen, if you will, and two guys competing for love, sex, power, and money in a city that never sleeps. 
It's been called the men's successor to Sex in the City. It's fast, it's fun, it's frothy. And again, read three free chapters for free. Download it. And if you like it, go to Amazon or wherever you buy your books. You can get a physical copy or the digital copy. Additionally, uh, UK Health Radio has a digital magazine. It's called Health Triangle Magazine, and I write a series for them. It's a monthly column, and it's called Aging is a Choice. It's about really the, I comment on the collective, collective uh, concept, if you will, and narrative about why aging is such a you know, diminishing time for people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I take the opposite position, which is aging is a time where we can really blossom. We have a lot of wisdom, things to share, and a lot of time for self-growth, though. So check it out, monthly articles on Aging is a Choice on UK Health Radio's Health Triangle magazine. So we're here every week for you. We've got a great year coming up. Our 600th show is forthcoming on Guys Guys Radio. I'm not going to tell you who the guest is yet, but it's going to be a good one. And so I'm going to be here next week and every week throughout 2024 and beyond. I want to thank all my wonderful guests I've interviewed over the years. I want to thank my wonderful producer, Chris, my wonderful previous producer and strategy lead, Ryan. And most of all, I want to thank you, our growing audience who watches the show, uh, views the show, listens to the show, downloads the show, listens live, streams, download. If you enjoy the guests and content I bring you each and every week to Guys Guys Radio and Guys Guys TV, do me one favor and please subscribe to our platforms and channels, YouTube most importantly. Thank you very much. I'll see you next week. And until then, like I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first.